Okay, so third episode of the rebuild series, and um, this week's been pretty busy to be honest with design projects in studio and uh, lectures going on, whether it's like technology module or history. It's been a pretty busy week to be honest. Um, yeah, I had a tutor leaving as well, like his last day was on Friday teaching the history module and he's also my design tutor as well so spent so many months uh, working on my design projects and obviously of course him teaching the history modules as well so it's kind of sad to see him go but you know wish him all the best going up to Newcastle so yeah I think it's going to be quite exciting for him actually he wants to do more research so I think it's going to be um, such a great opportunity for him at the same time as well uh, what else happened this week so I've been working on the a new project, an exciting collaboration, uh, creating some merchandise for architecture students. So really excited for that to come out soon as well. Um, the samples are ordered, uh, everything's kind of falling into place now and it's just actually really exciting to see it come together. So hopefully can share some more information with that soon with you guys. And um, what else? Yeah, I think now it's kind of at the stage of just planning work for the final two months and um, 10 weeks before like the first year of masters finishes i actually can't believe how quickly it's gone only only started like beginning of october and now we're like coming up to mid-march it's just flown by it feels like we started like a week ago um with everything going on whether it's like the how busy all the projects have been so far uh, how much is required how much more intense it is than undergrad and i think just how much pressure we put on ourselves as like master students to keep pushing and keep exploring and keep testing and experimenting but within all of the chaos i think it's just the beauty is in how fun it is and how much we enjoy it so i don't know i remember <laughs> i remember when uh, undergrad finished and everyone was just everyone was just messaging the group chat like oh what do we do now <laughs> i think it's the kind of the, the moments where everyone's really stressed and everyone's uptight everyone kind of enjoys it and feels more comfortable it sounds really weird but everyone just feels so much more comfortable when there's so much going on and like you've got so much to do so many projects you're working on and then once it finishes you think that oh finally i can relax but after a couple of weeks of relaxing you kind of just get bored and you're like now i actually want something to do i remember first year i think it was first year, first year of uni in the in undergrad on the architecture course when first year finished and like summer came about obviously having a part-time job and, and one of the people who was actually on my course was a mate a, a mate of mine and um we we also worked at the, at the same retail shop and we were just talking to each other like i'm actually getting quite bored now you just kind of just want a project to, to keep going and just get started have something to work on but that can also i remember just speaking also to a tutor much recently as well and he was saying like how that's actually quite common within architecture students and i don't know whether it's like the talks the toxic culture but like you just keep wanting to do more be more keep creating more and being involved so i think kind of the the struggle maybe architecture and design students or maybe in general like creative students have is when to kind of sit back and enjoy all the work that you've done and just enjoy the process rather than just working towards that 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 final point of whatever that is in your mind whether it's like the end of the project or it's to create a portfolio then you get your job and then what you're going to do so so yeah i think i think that kind of leads into this week's this week's topic of the importance of risk and um i think i'll start it off by talking like design and architecture risk to be honest whether it's going to be in our studies like 
uh, feeding off of what we just discussed about this um, this continuous this continuous process of wanting to achieve more and uh, and do more and are we really like seeing the fruits of that or are we just paying the price in our like physical and mental health on that aspect um i don't think that's really that's that's not really touched upon a lot i know like obviously we see articles or we we ourselves talk amongst our peers about the the impacts and the effects that that can have on us whilst we're working on our projects or we see the impacts maybe that have that others have taken and um have that's affecting their lives whether they're paying too much attention and too much emphasis and stress on themselves for their projects so it's just something to just bear in mind i think and also um you know even professionals in practice how are they how are they kind of what risks are they doing what risks are they taking and what what are the impacts of those of those risks i think it's completely different but not completely different even if you're in university or away from home or some are many are you're obviously i think the benefit comes from the 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 grants and the loans that you get for your like maintenance whether it's going to be your cost of living and things like that but when you're actually working those are kind of covered in your in your salaries but are the risks the same the risks of design the risks of the design work that you're doing to the clients to the environment to the to the people that's going to impact so i think that's kind of something to to kind of think about and whilst we're on this topic about you know taking risks and and what we're doing if we even start with studios in practice in, in studios at university are we risking enough are we actually extending ourselves to understand the potential that our work could could have on the sites that we're working on and could it be translated into other forms and other locations are we extending ourselves enough or are we just too too focused about the renders and the quality of the of the of the aesthetics and even in practice the, the risks that architects take um, it sounds really like i don't know what the word is but coming from someone who's just still studying at university regardless of at like what level i think it's 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 quite premature to have a to have an opinion when i'm not in practice right now but say my viewpoint on the architects in practice and and you know are they actually risking enough should they be risking more in terms of the designs in terms of the outcomes in terms of the quality of life for others that they're producing for and creating for so you know i think leading back to the title of the importance of risk i think practices organizations and um even universities need to need to come to one through one collective body and one collective you know community group to understand from levels of those starting their architecture journeys in education to those in practice are we on the same path or are we misleading two completely two completely contradicting sides of the profession one that's more ambitious compared to one that's more controlled by regulations where's the middle ground and how can we how can we kind of assimilate a, a, a transparent relationship for, for for both parties because effectively those in education will be those in practice but in all of this it all comes down to humanity and the risk for humanity and maybe the lack of risk that we're taking for it i think there's two different scales that we can kind of take this approach one being like the community scale and the work that we do for others whether it's the the people around us that we that we live with that we interact with um and different communities as well in different cities and different countries 
and that's that's such an important factor that I think in in the right way isn't downplayed. I think we do kind of take an account for what's going on and whether that's through the research and the analysis that we do however is there more that we can do once we've created the buildings once we've created the structures these environments the experiences instead of just moving on to the next projects can we solidify ourselves within those places and i don't think many practices do i think it's a very quick cheap way respond to a brief respond to the client needs and move on and something that's missing is actually can we continue to grow there once we plant the seed can the buildings and the structures that we design become the catalysts for decades of, of activity and decades of growth decades of wealth decades of seeing the progress that happens within those cities within those communities and not just create standalone buildings that then become neglected to which we then pass on to the next cohort of designers and say <laughs> can you solve the problems that we've just created you know to, to to think forward as a designer and future architect isn't to respond to the needs of the now it's to understand what problems the next cohort will be facing so that we don't give them these issues we kind of respond to the challenges of those before us without passing on any challenges to to the next cohort but in all honesty i think i think the the, the importance of risk so we've talking about we've spoken about the importance of risk in design and architecture whether it's in studies and in practice and the risks for humanity for communities something that i think is not touched upon at all and possibly is frowned upon within this so-called you know toxic toxic culture of architecture whether it's architecture school or architecture practice is the risk for self um you know i think i think architects are too focused on creating solutions to, to to other people's problems but during that process it, it, it builds up so much internal internal conflict that they're not able to express it therefore the, the risk on on oneself or the designers themselves can become so overwhelming that it affects their everyday lives whether it's the people they talk to they meet they work with they live with their relationships um, and kind of the lives that they live it, it goes from living and experiencing to just surviving um, these are the people who are create, creating amazing experiences amazing places improving people's quality of lives yet they're risking and they're neglecting their own health as a consequence uh, I, I, I don't think it's right I think I think more needs to be done on that front I think we need to push it and it comes from all the way from the first year of uh, education and architecture schools to to any level during practice i think it's something that's a, it's a continuum it's it's something that doesn't stop it's something that starts much earlier and even so i think maybe throughout college we need to think about the the different creative fields that you can apply to become an architect or to study architecture and begin applying all of these methods all these strategies and um and schemes that help build up that internal that internal strength for future designers because many people who study architecture don't actually go on to become architects i think the profession is to kind of respect that more because it's only through collaboration that a lot more can be done and a lot of solutions can come by and something that's happened for years and years i won't say decades and decades but of recent years is trying to trying to formulate and create a different answer 
or a different uh, result by performing the same actions and then it's not possible and that's why it's become stagnant for a while so i think that that risk for self which leads to the risk for communities then leads on to what what can we do in study in studies in education and what can we do in practice once people gain their qualifications and start working on these projects and not to get too personal with it but that also leads into like the risk for you know the risk that we take for ourselves whether it's the friends families personal ambitions relating it to our careers the ambitions that we have for ourselves and to to kind of focus on our own stories and journey and not to get swayed or misled by the journeys of the of others around us i think decisions that one others take can't, can't really or shouldn't influence what we do i think maybe not particularly for the practice itself but design in general it's kind of this um, this trait that people jump on all these trends and that can actually that can actually contribute to the downfall of the profession so maybe actually having designers or having architects having students with these creative mindsets that actually pro- provide different or alternative approaches that lead towards the same result that needs to be encouraged more so i think i think wrapping up like the episode of the importance of risk i think we need to encourage this from 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 studies from first year of from first year of architecture education all the way through practice and keep encouraging it regardless of how much experience uh, students and professionals in practice have so i think ultimately it's just this this long chain that we're we're all working towards but don't know where the final where the final stop is but that could also be the fun of it and that's what makes it exciting and worth working towards and it's more of a lifestyle rather than a career <laughs>